This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the House of Hockey podcast. I am one of your hosts, Breezy. And I'm your other host, Ray Ray. This is episode 45. 45. I think that's the quickest we've ever said what episode it is because we are terrible at remembering which one it is. (laughs) Well, I pulled up our document and glanced at it really quickly. (laughs) Oh, there we go. Hockey's back. I, full disclosure, have only been able to watch one game. I watched the home opener of the Chicago Blackhawks as they got just outbeat by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Let's go with that. Um, and I haven't had a chance, uh, since to, to watch hockey, but I, I fully intend to either way. I'm very happy to just be able to watch and all the things I've said about the Blackhawks were proven to be true in the, in that game that they just, you know, it's going to be a tough season. How about your teams? Yeah. You know, I went, uh, two for three on opening night. And I think that everything I kind of said too, um, kind of stayed you know on on track uh, I think Maple Leafs came out pretty strong they had a lot of grit and it was good to see that momentum change I guess is a, a good way to kind of say it um, the Preds could not keep uh, puck control to save their lives so I think that kind of stayed on track too they ended up winning which was great uh, I think that they had a lot of good looks but they're still there's still some work that they need to do and the Kings came out hot they were playing really good uh I thought it was really fast they have a lot of young guns on the team and they they were looking good they ended up losing it over time to a terrible terrible turnover um but I think it overall was still uh it was good it was exciting to see the Kings hockey back I mean I know we have to give them a couple of games to really see if they've got it or not um but well, yeah. they gotta get their legs back too I mean, think you gotta think too like there's so many teams that haven't played in 10 months yeah. Um, and there's teams that even haven't even played in, you know, three, four or five months. So I think you got to give each team kind of time to give, to get their legs back and get their, uh, their lines in motion and, and meshing their, uh, chemistry and moves and whatnot. So I don't, yeah. I don't think you really can judge a season off the first couple of games. Although I think a lot of people want to, and I think that's a common thing that people do like, Oh, we're going to win a cup. But, um, think that there's a lot of hockey still and yeah my famous words are it only takes a second to score and it only takes a second to for a game to change around so that's true that's true that's all I gotta oh say. hey tell everybody who our guest is this week this Ooh, is a good we one have, we have a really fun guest this week um I think it's a kind of a common thing that we talk about on the podcast uh the bachelor or the bachelorette and so we thought, why not just go for someone that's been on the show? And um, the best person, I think, for us to get on the show is a hockey guy. So we got Blake Moines. He was just on 
this past season of The Bachelorette. He came on when he was trying to fight, not fight for love, but find love uh, with Claire. And then that obviously didn't work out. If you're a Bachelor fan, you know what happened with her. And so he was on Tasha season and now he's on this episode. Yeah. And he plays hockey and had played hockey yep. growing up. He's a Canadian boy. So he knows hockey. He played in um, at university, they call it in, in Canada. Mm-hmm. And he's got a lot of insights about that. But we also talk about just everything else. It's a, it's a little, I think it, it might be one of the more unique interviews, but also mm-hmm. very interesting. Like we do talk a lot of hockey, but we talk about a lot of other things. And um, I think you're really mm-hmm. going to enjoy little- this. Yeah, a little bit of Bachelor talk, um, a little bit of maybe hockey Bachelor talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It was, yeah, it's super interesting. He is a he's really passionate about saving wild animals, which he'll get into what he does and whatnot. So stay tuned for that. Um, it's it's really cool. The unpopular hockey opinion, and everybody's going to groan as soon as I say this. There was an article written on ESPN that uh, with a prediction that the Toronto Maple Leafs were the most likely team to win the Stanley Cup. Now, I was not able to read the logic behind this because it's an ESPN (laughs) Plus article and I don't pay for that shit. So uh, I can't tell you the reasoning behind it, but let's just go with it and say, uh, do you think this is possible or do you not, Breezy? I mean, as a Leafs fan, I would say, heck yeah, they should be able to do it. I mean, they have the talent on the team. They have now the grit. They have, you know, a lot of seasoned players on the team that have a lot of playoff experience. They should be able to get there. They should be able to realistically. Will they? I have no idea. But fingers crossed. Why not? Yeah. I disagree with anything could happen. I disagree with this. (laughs) I was like, really? Like that was my response when I saw that headline. I was like, I could see you having, I could see you just like throwing your phone down. That's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lie. What is that? That's a lie. Oh, really? And then when I went to try to read it and I couldn't even read the fucking reasons why I was like, oh, geez, now, now you're really been. Yeah, they can't even give me a reason. <laughs> now they really pissed me off. And now I'm aggravated. And it's not even about the Blackhawks. <laughs> oh, man. That's too no, funny. I just disagree on the fact that, well, they've come out looking sharp in the last couple of games. I just, I don't think they, I don't, I don't think they're going to last. That's my thought. I think this, this subject may be unpopular hockey opinion mixed with your shut the front door yeah I think so (laughs) I think so it's a little bit of a mixed thing because I couldn't believe I had such a visceral reaction to that headline um like I I would have felt the same way if the headline was the Blackhawks are gonna win the Stanley Cup this year I would be like get out of here you're out of your mind that's not happening you know um uh, yeah I think it's a mix anything could happen Anything could happen. You know what? You are correct. Anything could happen. I think a lot of unexpected things are going to happen this season, especially, I mean, we haven't even, 
talked about Dallas, like they've pushed their season start date even further. And then I read it was something like 17 players or something like the, literally like the whole team has COVID and um, oh, I don't know if that was just players or if that was considering players and staff, but either way, that's a really significant number. And so what are they going to look like? Nobody's even considering them to be contenders because they are so far out and behind, mm-hmm. but maybe, maybe they will, or maybe they will do really well because they haven't had any hype or anything around them, you know? Yeah. This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by... Looking to spice up your sex drive and your love life? Try Libido Drops for women. It's formulated to enrich your sexual response, arousal, and lubrication. Libido Drops are healthy and organic. Just add a few drops to water each day. Try Libido Drops with no risk, complete satisfaction guarantee, or your money back. Order your bottle of Libido Drops for women now at libidodrops.com. Shut the front door on the fact that the outdoor Lake Tahoe games are not allowing fans. That's so dumb. Okay, that doesn't make any sense to me. And, and, And why even go through the financial trouble of putting on two outdoor games and not have fans, but they're just, it's just gonna look pretty. And it's not even on real ice. They have to make ice on the 18th hole of the of the golf course um, right. in Lake Tahoe. So why wouldn't you allow fans? It's outside, like, and you could put benches up or like make it a limited amount of fans and pay top dollar and help like a charity or like give back to hockey or the hockey diversity alliance or any of these other fucking opportunities that you could like do but the league is throwing all this money at a game that no fans get to attend like that doesn't make any sense to me like or do something like what the prejudice did for their home opener they allowed a certain amount of fans to come in but they weren't they were fans, but they were frontline workers. Oh, I love that. So why don't you give frontline workers right. an opportunity to go see an outdoor game? You're outdoors, big and social distance, and you're right. still getting people there growing the sport. Yes. Doing your part. I feel like I should boycott the game and not <laughs> not watch either of them. Uh, just because you're going to watch them, you're going to watch them, but I'm going to watch them. So I can be like, see, I was right. Look at how stupid it looks without fans standing around the 18th hole. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, that's what I sound like. (laughs) 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 Stop complaining. Breezy's a barbecue kit. Oh, this week. Uh, I am doing kind of a lot. There's, well, for me, I have four hockey games I'm watching today. I have a good friend coming over, um, our our photographer, mm-hmm. Ivan. He's coming over. He's actually going to do some filming for, for the pit for me. We're going to do uh, some things. So in order to pay him back, I am making uh, St. Louis ribs that are Memphis style. Uh, I'm going to throw on some, what are they called? Chicken thighs some chicken thighs and some green beans uh and I was thinking I kind of want to try something new I've been on like this whole bacon wrapped thing lately 
And I feel like a bacon wrapped like onion ring sounds pretty good. So I think I'm going to try that. Ooh. But like not like a breaded onion ring. It's just going to be like an like you know like an onion and then like a ring of an onion, you know, and then you just wrap it with with bacon and smoke it and season it and yeah. I like that you experiment with the with what you do. I I like that. I mean, why not? Like what else? I mean, you can't come up with anything new unless you try it. And if it's bad, then just don't eat it. Yeah. Or eat burnt chicken like I end up doing. <laughs> there you go. I mean, nothing uh, can be too bad if you, I mean, there's always, I make homemade ranch. You can just dip it in ranch. The ranch is good. Everything tastes better with ranch. Let's just be real. Unless you're not a ranch fan, then uh, I don't know if I can trust you. People don't like ranch. Get out of here. People don't like ranch. Some Get out of here. Like ranch. No, we don't need that kind of negativity in our lives. Our podcast is proud to be on the Hockey Podcast Network, and the network is home to many other incredible podcasts, including this one. Did you know that your favorite band also loves your favorite hockey team? If you love hockey and you love music, you're going to love Bar Down Breakdown, a podcast that explores the crossover between alternative music and the sport we love, hockey. Every NHL player wants to be in a band, and every band guy wants to be an, 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 you know, a pro athlete. With guests from all over the globe, come along with us as we interview some of the most captivating names in alternative music and talk about why we love hockey and how it's influenced us. You know, there was, a for a few seconds, I thought, of like, well, maybe we should wear a Montreal jersey, then... And I was like, mm, I think you should stay neutral. And we're like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. So tune in every Tuesday on the Hockey Podcast Network, where we'll have a brand new guest and a unique look into the bridge between hockey and music. I think it's time to turn it over to this week's guest. He is a past bachelorette, I would say favorite. I mean, a lot of people liked him. Blake Moines, a good old Canadian boy. He plays hockey. Uh, he was trying to find love with Claire this past season and ended up trying to find love with Tasha. Came up a little shorthanded, but I think that the future looks bright. I have a feeling he's going to end up in paradise and I am rooting for him. So I hope you guys uh, enjoy this conversation with Blake. I mean, what do you do for a living? I mean, I, I, I've seen stuff, but for, for our listeners, they don't really know what you're doing. And yeah. uh, I think it's really interesting. Yeah, so um, I'm in a weird transition right now. So actually, right at this exact moment, I'm actually unemployed. But right before I went on the show, I was working with Birds of Prey. So we would use Birds of Prey uh, to control bird populations. So that could be from anything from working at an airport and helping with safety protocol with like geese and and uh, birds that could you know hit planes and things like that, to landfills, to conservation areas, trying to promote uh you know threaten species um in breeding conservation areas and deter uh species like seagulls who would come in and eat those eggs like there's all different types of things you can do with birds of prey which is a natural way or a natural deterrent to control bird population so i was doing that right before i came out here on a short-term contract before that um, I was actually in pest and wildlife management so i was doing anything from you know your typical human wildlife conflict in the city from like a raccoon in an attic to like a uh, a beehive that you have. It could be anything you could think of. To coyote, like it could be any type of thing. Um, and I was in operations and management for that. So I helped with the basically on the wildlife management side of things with that company. 
Um, and then most recently, uh, after I went to Africa, I realized just the passion that I had in uh, wildlife and wildlife conservation, how I wanted to do, make more of an impact on a more international scale. So um, I've made a lot of connections out in Africa after being there, and I'm going to be going back out there, like I was talking about in the summer, um, and visit a whole bunch of sanctuaries, a whole lot of great organizations, and try to get my foot on the ground there and um, be there more year round is uh, ideally what I'm doing and try to make an impact uh, with anti-poaching and wildlife conservation because there's just a massive uh, crisis going on over there right now. I feel like I want to know what your favorite animal is because you're <laughs> posting all over the place and I'm just like what yeah. is like the coolest animal to you? Yeah you know I think this is kind of what stemmed for me but I, I would have to say right like I love all like there's lots of different animals that like I love certain things about them but I think like I have to go rhino I think too because like one of my favorite movies is Jurassic Park so the most like modern day animal to me seems like a rhino like it's like it's like tri a triceratops in a way and so you know you always saw photos and all those sort of things when I went over to Africa and then you're around them and it's just like this feeling when you're like this a power but they're also so docile like they're like this big giant puppy but they also could like kill you in an instant if they wanted to right but um I would have to say rhino and they're the ones that are the most them and, and elephants the one that are ones are uh the most under threat over there as well as the pangolin as well but um just because people kill them for their horns which is the dumbest thing ever but um I'll have to say rhinos because they're just the most under threat over there right now it's a solid answer yeah not, <laughs> not your dog <laughs> I love I love my dog but honestly in the last like three months he's been driving me nuts like driving me crazy I just can't keep up with like the attention he needs yeah. um you know with working and stuff like that when I was at work and with the pandemic I could like take a break and I would come home and then I would deal with him for five hours and like I could handle that but like 14 hour days with him like constantly at my side it's like dude like I can't I can't do this anymore like right now he's at me he's like, bugging me he's nudging my nudging me right now like <laughs> <laughs> well, just wait till you go to Africa and you have to like bring him with you. And then he's like running around with uh, rhinos and elephants, right? Yeah. I know, that's, that's the one thing with the dog. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I could bring him out there. I don't know if he's obedient enough. It's like, yeah, that's one thing. I don't want him running away in the African bush because he would never come back. <laughs> right? <That's> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. He seems pretty domesticated. So I don't know how yes. well, you know, they have a natural instinct, obviously. But, you know, we don't want to yeah. test that out. No, that's, yeah. yeah, I have to, I have to think that one through, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, gotta keep them safe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we noticed you because of, obviously, you were on The Bachelorette, but you play hockey, and we also, Breezy uh, is a big fan of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette series um, and watches, and we even did our own mock version of a hockey <laughs> bachelorette where breezy and I, we did a whole episode where we pretended to be the bachelorettes and we picked all nhl players um and ran through <laughs> like all of the sort of scenarios and experiences that you experienced on the show and then we saw that you play hockey and we were like oh my god we have to talk to blake <laughs> like this is like <laughs> the perfect melding of what we've been talking about over the last couple episodes so um tell us about hockey for you like you grew up playing hockey you're from Canada so like it's in your blood there it's in the water but like tell us about your experience yeah so um to be honest I was I hated hockey growing up like when I was a kid I was a kid I was like a wuss and I was so scared of it my dad played hockey growing up 
Um, and so he always tried to get me to play hockey. And every time I would get on the ice, I just, I was just wussy. He, I remember he always called me a wuss. And I was, I was. I didn't like falling in like the contact part of it. But it just got to a point in life where he kept forcing me and forcing me and forcing me. And I so th- at the time I hated him for it, but now I thank him for it because it was the best thing that I ever got into. But yeah, uh, I started playing probably when I was like 10 years old, a little late compared to most kids out here. And then um, uh, my dad was involved a lot. Like he coached a lot of teams and things like that while I was growing up. Um, and I jumped into rep hockey pretty quickly. Um, and then started playing AAA, which would be like your top tier for like minor hockey out here. Probably be the same, I think, in the U.S. Anyways, as high as you can as a as a, uh, as a kid. Anyways, until um, draft year, I didn't end up getting drafted in my draft year. I was super like upset about that. Um, but I also played on a high school or went to a high school that had a really great football team because I was like a really physical guy in in, in hockey, and I was a bigger guy in hockey. They're like. Everyone wanted me to go play football. So I went and played football. And I was like, if you play football, you're going to get hurt. And you're going to end your hockey career. Anyways, like two games into playing football. And let a, what do you know? I shatter my ankle and my ankles fused. And I was uh, homeschooled half my grade 12 year. Um, was in a wheelchair for like four months. Like it was a disaster. Disaster of an injury to my ankle. Oh, no. Yeah. So hockey was basically done. So, well, what I thought anyways. Um, and so I just started playing beer league and, you know, basically hung them up. There was nothing left for me to do with, with the hockey thing, but I uh, was going to a, a university that I saw had a hockey team and in the BCIHL. So um, I started watching YouTube videos of like some of their games and things like that and be like, like, I know how to play. It's been a while for me, but like, I know how to play. And like, yeah, I have a bum leg that kind of makes me look like Bambi crossing over one way, but like, <laughs> But, like, I know what I'm really good at, and that was just, like, the only reason I was even remotely good or team wanted was because, I Scott Stevens was my idol, and I just loved tracks, trying to catch guys all the time. So, um, and I was a big boy, so I was like, hey, if I get on this ice and, like, the GM lets me on a do a walk-on, like, I know I just have to try and lay guys out the whole time. That's the only reason I'm going to make this team. So I showed up, and I remember I was terrified because all these guys are coming in with their bag, their junior A bags, their junior B bags, and, like, some of the WHL bags. And I'm like, what am I doing here? And I had, like, a high school hockey bag. And... <laughs> but, ah, so I, I jumped on the ice. The GM let me on the ice, and uh, that's all I did. I just went on the ice. I started laying guys out. And I remember he caught me. He caught me doing the lobby after the practice of the scrimmage for the first trial, and he's like, and I can tell your ankles, you know, a little rough and I can tell your skating's a little rough right now he's like if you can do that we'll sign you <laughs> so uh, I did it again the next tryout I signed on the next tryout and then I uh, ended up making the team which you know I never thought I'd play hockey again so it was a great experience for me to go to university play hockey get on the bus do that whole thing I never thought I'd be able to do so uh, I'm really I'm really happy about that so you went from being a non-physical guy or like the guy who hated being physical to like the bruiser basically yeah yes yes i love that like that like like yeah yeah any any time i would lay a guy out like center ice i think that was like scoring for me like right. you know that was my thing that's what i got yeah. <laughs> and i can bet you your dad doesn't call you or didn't call you a wuss anymore after that right no no definitely not definitely not and that, that was now the only thing like... i'm not that was the only thing i was known for for playing <laughs> hockey so yeah now he flinches when you come near him. He's like, stop. No, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure you probably look at my stat line online. I think I have like four points in like 40 games or something like that. Like I was not, not a point getter. That's for sure. And how many minutes in the box? That's fun. 
What's that? I said, how many minutes in the box? Okay, well, so that's the other thing too, though. So like, I was never like a fighter. I was always really good at just like, it was always clean. Like I never got a lot of like, it was never dirty stuff. But like this thing, every time I stepped on the ice and I would sit back there, it was constant. Like the only thing that was in my head is like, how can I catch somebody this shift? So every time they would go D to D and go back, I'm trying to analyze like this Ford's one's going to get it. So I'd already start skating there. And while he's looking back, like he, like I was just really good at timing it. Really good. I never jumped or anything. I, I never jumped, but. You I can. It. It's okay. <laughs> that's if that's what hockey's about. Like that's totally acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> So do you still play now? You play beer league now and, and have fun with it, you know, obviously given the COVID-19 restrictions and, and such, but do you play still? Yeah. So I haven't, so right before I went on the show, I, I was playing up until I went on the show. Um, and then ever since then, everything's been shut down. So I haven't been on the ice except for jumping on the practice with a, a girls team to surprise them uh, weeks ago. Um, but I was playing right up until I went to the show and it was actually like all my buddies on my team after a game, we were shooting the shit in the locker room. And uh, they're always asking me because I'm like one of the only guys remaining that's not like in a relationship and stuff, right? Everyone else is like engaged and married. So like they live through me in a way being like, who are you dating? Like what's going on and stuff. And that was just, you know, general hockey room talk for a lot of the guys. And uh, we were out by the truck after one of the games and um, the guys like, why don't you go do one of these shows? Like you're like, you're different. Like you don't care what anyone thinks. And like, you like, you do well with girls. Like girls like you, like, why don't you go do one of these things? And it was them who sparked me to get, to the point where I'm at now with all this, they pushed me to do it. I went and applied and then it just, I just landed here and it was crazy. Dang, the boys had your back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they play. it's crazy. We're not, we're all thinking about it now. And it's like, it's crazy how that little conversation after a game spiraled to like this point. It's wild. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Did you have any uh, like locker room talk with the guys on the show at all? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, a lot of the guys were sports guys on the show too, right? Whether it was, yeah. no, no, not, no one played hockey, no one played hockey, but, um, <laughs> every, everyone else was there. It was like mostly football or played like basketball or some type of sport growing up. And like, you know, for the most part, all these guys were like studs and athletes and all these kind of things. So even though we're from different sport backgrounds, we all have that same kind of, so, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting around. Sometimes you forget you're off camera, just talking about whatever. Right. And it's all like guy yeah. talk, guy banter. And like all that stuff will just never get out because there's just no point for it. But um, right. yeah, it just felt like you're in a locker room with a lot of the guys all the time, especially when you're off camera, just well, not off camera, but off, you know, a date and just hang around the pool and just, you know, it was good. Right. That's funny. I mean, you always kind of wonder what goes on like, off camera and I mean when you have a group of guys just like hanging out not like doing nothing you almost wonder if they have like that locker room kind of chirping each other and whatnot so uh, oh it's, yeah it's con <laughs> it, it, the banter was constantly they're constantly there right and like that's the thing too you know what you know when you're making friendships and bonding when you're doing that if it's like weird, right. like what do you do for work oh that's great like no like we're not like we did that on night one and we got that out of the way and then it was like shooting the shit back and forth minor <laughs> chirps minor jabs like that's what makes guys guys and guys friends you know yeah yeah exactly yeah. what's your bet what was like what's your best chirp do you chirp like on and off the ice no and that's the thing too like i'm like i'm like overly nice like it's really hard to get me mad <laughs> um and like i don't go i don't go like out of my way to like you know ruthlessly 
chirp. It'll just be like a little jab here, there. I'm really not good at it. On the ice, like I remember being caught on the ice. Someone would rip me something and I just wouldn't even have any mistakes. I'm just not that quick. And I'm not that yeah. mean. And like, I don't know. <laughs> I was terrible at it on the ice. And so like with the guys at the house, like it was just, it was just minor things, but nothing like, nothing impressive. Yeah. That's funny. So how was it like playing? I know you just mentioned that you uh, were able to play with, with the girls a little bit. Um, you play, it was the Burlington Barracudas, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I don't know exactly. They basically was like, I think it was like the highest rep team for them at their age group. So a lot of them were, would be going to, I know that some of got scholarships, like oh, was it Yale, Yale and some, some schools in the Ooh. state. So yeah. So they were good. Like I didn't know what, what kind of level I was jumping onto the ice, but they were actually really good. I was, I was surprised. That's crazy. Yeah. I was going to ask, uh, how was it playing with like the girls compared to you normally playing with the guys? Yeah. I, it, I would say like the skill sets and stuff were, were all there. Like they have the vision they have all those things. Right. It's just like, and that's probably why the other half of it too, is like, I'm not a finesse player. So like they were better than me finesse wise, a lot of them, right? Like I don't have the moves and stuff. Like I just go up there and like, I wanted to hit them when they were wanting to go by, but I can't, right? <laughs> so like- um, well, no, but no. like you fully can, like you fully can, they could totally handle you. Uh, they were like 16 and I'm 220. Oh, that's like, right. They're like 16. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like, 16, 17. Like, no, like I, <laughs> like right. I hurt them. Like, you, yeah. Yeah. you're right. You're right. I, yeah. I've had a yeah. momentary lapse for a second. I was like, they're pro. They're like, they no, can handle no. it. Like no. they're, they have scholarships and stuff, but like, they're like, sorry. the size difference is, you know, so. You're right. Blonde <laughs> moment. Just kidding. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carry on with your story. I'm gonna just shut the fuck up yeah. over here. <laughs> Listen. No, but uh, no, they're 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 good. Like they, like, and that's the thing. Like you know, guys never play. There's very rare, rarely any time where guys get to like play with women for the most part, right? So um, that was the first time I really got to jump on ice and play with women. It was really no different from playing with the guys, except just not contact. Yeah, except for not flatlining them like I had yes, just suggested. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> a teenage girl, yes. <laughs> now, did you say, what did you say earlier? You said you surprised some people. Was that this team or is it a different thing? Uh, I, yeah, so this this team, I, I um, my mom's a part owner of a sports-specific hockey gym, mostly for the most part, called Shield in Burlington, uh, with a friend of mine. And uh, so they train there. And so my mom's you know, those, these girls would come in to train and my mom being at the front desk, they would always be like, Oh, your son's on the show. So they knew my mom knew that uh, some of them were fans of me or whatever. And so, um, yeah, I just, I went and surprised them, jumped onto one of their hockey things right before, right, right in the break, I jumped on the ice with them. So I'm just a fun thing to do to spice things up in these brutal times. Yeah. And what was yeah. their reaction? Um, I would say some of them, like I definitely not all of them knew who I was, so that was weird. But the, but <laughs> but the, for, but for the sub, but for some, I, I you know I'm sure that they're super excited about it. But um, again, too, like they're in that stage where I think um, they're they're kind of cool. Like they think they're cool, so they're not going to be like overly like freaking out. But but uh, yeah yeah. Oh, fun. You totally probably, made like, the who's day. Who's this guy taking the ice? Yeah. yeah. Or who is this guy with a Bambi leg on ice and like <laughs> yeah. hesitating yeah. every time he comes past us and I knock us out? Yeah. So yeah. funny. I'm sure is a good moment for them. Yeah. No, it was good for sure. That's fun. Uh, so, okay. Let's keep on the hockey talk. And then uh, do you like, who's your team? 
Leafs? Are you a Leafs fan? Do you yeah. follow? Who's your favorite player? Like, give us your fandom. Fandom spiel? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I grew up, obviously, like, loving Toronto. Um, and all my friends, for the most part, well, sorry, that's a lie. I would say majority of my friends are all Leaf fans, and then the other half is is Montreal fans. So, like, we have just a natural, you know, every time they play, we're, we're at it with each other all the time. Sorry, my dog is bothering me right now. Like crazy. Um, I'm always I'm jabbing him underneath the table. Um, yeah, so I always grew up loving the Leafs. Um, you know, I, I find myself now just because I the style of hockey has changed so much since when I played, and the way that I played isn't really allowed nowadays as much. Like there isn't that physicality, there isn't that like not to the degree that it used to be. So I love the old style of hockey way more than I do now, just because I related more to the old stuff. So, you know, the toughness in front of the net and like really like all the big hits and the fighting that would come after. Like, I like that stuff more. That was more my game. So like watching now, like I can't relate so much, as much as I like to watch it, it's still like, it's not as exciting to me oh, <laughs> in <right>. a way. <laughs> um, but I, I do. And that's the thing too, like the Leafs are full finesse. And like, that's the one thing that I think that they did well about with this year, with the additions that they made. Like I like Wayne Simmons coming in. I like Bogosian coming in because there's more grittiness. Like when you play the Leafs, for the most part, you come here like, I can do what I want. No one's going to do anything. Like they're going to dump it in my corner and they're going to come in and like whiff at the puck. No one's going to crush me. So like there's guys now that at least there's some like, they're timid a little bit. You know what I mean? Like the guys could skate around against the Leafs with their head down and know they can do whatever they want. So now there's some guys that will actually do something. Right. I remember when I was playing, like the the teams I hated playing the most were the teams that like I knew would dump it in my corner and wanted to pace me. And like the Leafs don't, didn't, don't have those people. They don't have them right yeah. so I, I think it's good that they added some of that grit um to you the don't game think this year. joe thornton's gonna put some elbow grease into guys uh he might but i'm talking about like <laughs> i know I, i'm just I, kidding I, yeah like no 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 like uh, <laughs> goshen would like wayne simmons will do something but like there wasn't a lot of guys that would really like you're not gonna see martyr go and you know no. check someone on the boards he's no. gonna like hit someone and then he's gonna fly like but and the, thi- the thing is too right it's a personality like knowing the type of player so like there's guys that will go in like and will hit sure but like you want to think about the guys that are like okay that guy's an asshole that guy's actually mean like you want mean players not just guys who will hit here and there like you want guys on your team that like are scary like they didn't yeah. have anyone that was scary um right um and so now i think they have a couple of that they, they have the finesse we got to add some of that grit and i think they did that so they i'm i think they'll do they should do well this year especially in that Canadian division i agree i mean also why do you think people in toronto they're either leafs fans or they're montreal fans like there's no like in between and then I, the senators I, are just out of out of the picture yeah say. it's a it, it's it's a weird thing but then you go to ottawa and it's like it's crazy sense it's crazy in ottawa but like yeah like it's yeah. a it's a trickle effect maybe of ottawa fans but it's like either it's either just montreal or uh or toronto here i don't know what i don't know what that is i have no idea i think maybe because the original six it must be like because ottawa was added so late I, I can't see any other reason um, and I think either too, just people know how much they're, that, that, that rivalry is like alive here. So it's like, even if you don't like hockey, if you're going to pick a team, pick one or the other. So you have something to banter about with like the, the Toronto fans, you know, like there's just, it's just one of those things you grow up in this area, pick one or the other. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny though, because Toronto is so close to Buffalo. You would think that there would be more 
Sabres fans. Yeah, right? yeah. And, like, I do have some buddies that are Sabres fans, but then, then again, I think it's just, again, the U.S.-Canada difference there that probably yeah. holds more value with the, the Montreal thing, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you go to games, do you usually go to, you know, Toronto home arenas or do you uh, go across the border to Buffalo? Because my I have family members that refuse to go into Scotiabank, but they make yeah. the drive to go watch yeah. whoever playing in uh, in Buffalo. Yeah. So uh, I was last was it last year I went? No, not last year. The year before I went to the last season. I went to a game. I went to a playoff game in Toronto. I was just like, I, I would love to go more. I just can't afford the things. Like it's it's, so it's it is insane. And but even then, like. You know, I remember I bought a game, went to Florida, and, like, the prices to go see Leaf game in Florida were still crazy compared to other teams. Like, everyone just wants to see the Leafs for whatever reason. Um, so anytime they're playing, you're still going to pay a pretty penny in comparison to most teams. Um, I think Buffalo is still pretty pricey, too, isn't it? Like, if the Leafs – because that, that'll fill up, too. Like, that's, that wrinkle will fill up. That arena will fill yeah. up. So, like, you can't get away seeing them without paying. So, I mean – yeah. It is what it is. I'll, I'll watch them through my TV. It's more affordable to me and I can drink more beer and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. How exactly. do you, how do you think uh, the season's going to go with the restructured temporarily restructured divisions with the all North Canada division? I, I, well, for, I think for us Canadians, like it'll be, well, it's nice that we can guarantee the Canadians are going to get into playoffs, right? <laughs> for the most part, like, <laughs> Like it's been brutal that way for team teams, at least making it far. So this is our best chance. So I, I like it just for that reason. And, um, you know, I think that's one thing that a lot of teams have been missing or the NHL has been missing for a long time because you take away like the grit and the fighting and all those things that also takes away from a lot of those rivalries. And so I think naturally now, because you play so many teams so many times, those rivalries are going to be forced back in regardless if those games are gritty or hard fought just because it's like a, you play them too many times. It's impossible not to like have vendettas against certain guys and certain things or certain situations and scenarios you put yourself in. So um, it'll be nice to see that. It might get a little like boring throughout the year, like seeing those teams over and over and over and over again. But um, I'm just trying to look at the positives and like we see McDavid a lot. So um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I think mm -hmm. I, we've both reiterated that point saying that we think it's going to create a lot of new rivalries and it's actually probably going to be really good for the sport as far as, you know, for fans and of course for the teams, because it's going to develop a new rivalry and like you've got players on some of these teams that grew up playing together and now they're going to be facing each other and they're going to, we're going to see more of that like interaction that we've seen a little bit. Who was it with, not too long ago it was patty kane and was it matthews who was like mocking him on the yeah, ice yeah, a yeah, couple yeah. years something, ago i think it was yeah 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 something like something that, like I, that. Yeah. like you know doing his showtime goal selly and like i think that kind of stuff is good and it's fun and it's all in jest and i think that's a good representation of the sport so i really hope we get to see some more of that um plus you know gritty the the flyers <laughs> yeah, mascot yeah. he's adding yeah. some of that with like his chirps with signs and stuff like you gotta love it like this is all good stuff for the sport and for fans and for the players to just add that next like yeah. piece that's missing from what you were saying of like you know the the fighting and that sort of physicalness isn't there so there has to be something else yeah i i, I just think for the most part this is what i kind of live life like i like change so like let's try it like why not like i think change is good 
and this is a whole different new thing. I don't know. I, I just see it as positive. I know for Canadians, I think Canadians are really pumped about seeing the all Canadian. It's, it's, I, I think it's like, I think it's perfect to be honest. I do for Canadians anyways. Did you watch World, yes, the agree. World Juniors? I did. Uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there. But like the U.S. always like has our number with like important games like that. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I I was watching like it just seemed like we were like last lackluster on our end on that championship game and like I just it was one of those things I got put on after I noticed that like we just weren't there like I had it on but like I wasn't like diving into the game because it just seemed like I felt like we were gonna lose after the first period I was like they just have us tonight like it is yeah. what it is yeah I just think the U.S. had some sort of like fire they have some camaraderie with their team like watching the game before with the Finns like you could just see it like they had it they had that like something and I think some of the teams that Canada faced were not you know maybe as challenging as Team USA was so I just think you know the adjustment was a little harder on the ice in that game yeah and the other thing too is U.S. the U.S. and Canada play such a more similar style game, and Canada hadn't seen the same similar style to them yet in tournament. It came on the last game; they weren't necessarily ready for it. They were accustomed to like the you know the the finesse of the Sweden, Finn, Russia type gameplay, and U.S. doesn't bring that. U.S. brings something that's very similar to Canada, and likewise, Canada brings something similar to U.S. They play a similar type of style, and uh, they just they wanted it. They wanted it more, so. Well, well deserved really yeah well I think too I mean a lot of the the USA and Canadian guys I I feel like they always end up training together so I think that they learn a lot from each other and the fact that they end up being probably the biggest rivalry in the juniors in the junior league yeah um I mean you're basically playing against your brother at that point right yeah a lot of these guys know each other and uh yeah no I that that's the thing too is like that my favorite movie my favorite hockey movie is miracle this goes to like i like the u.s canada gameplay better than the finesse european stuff so honestly even yeah. if canada ended up losing like the t- and they were out early in the tournament the team i would like to see win just because of the north american game style would be the u.s so regardless it's the same it's we're the same in a way very similar right. we play very similar I was going to say, do you have a favorite like hockey moment or memory, either playing or as a fan? I, um, as a fan, not. Well, like, I, it sucks because Canada's, or sorry, the Leafs, like, never really have been that great <laughs> up until last, like, so there's not much to be really, like, you know, proud about. A really lot of great moments there. Um, and like I don't fanboy too much, to be honest. Um, you know, I have I have buddies that like play pro and play in Europe and stuff. So it's like I'm not like this crazy fan because some of them are like, you know, buddies and things like that have played in the NHL and those things. So I'm not like this crazy guy that puts on a jersey and like is screaming at the TV. It's just it's just weird. I don't do that. But um, as like a player, my best. I, you know, I, I don't think there's one. Spe- I don't think there's one specific moment. I, for me, like I said earlier, I think it was just having a chance, like making like a university team and like getting a chance to play at a level I never thought I would. Um, which is kind of like this comeback kind of feeling for me that like, and just like having that feeling that all my buddies got to live out 
that played that went on to play somewhere and play junior and all these things that I never got to do. And so like going and doing that was probably just overall, it wasn't a specific moment, but like those good two years that I, you know, never thought I'd have. What about a good hockey story from your time playing um, at university? Like pranks, a funny story, like missing the bus or, you know, like anything you can share. <laughs> these because that's so hard to come up with things on the spot i should have prepared prepared for something like this um i got one um there we go there we go um (laughs) when i first made the hockey team out west there uh no one who i was and i was like everyone everyone got recruited for the most part right so the fact that i was a walk-on no one knew who i was but i remember after making the team we had this little quick little meeting at the arena and it was only after like a couple of weeks of like tryouts and practice and you know I, I shot the shit with a bunch of guys and someone some of them knew my name and stuff they didn't know my background or who the hell i was because i wasn't recruited so like, there wasn't a list where everyone's like, oh that guy's coming this guy's coming it was like i was just that random anyways um we all decided that, that we we're going to meet at the bar that night um the local bar there in Kamloops uh and I was like okay well I, I'm not even pre-drinking with anybody because I don't know anyone so I'm just gonna show up goosed to this bar and meet these guys I don't even know and like I'm on this team some of them didn't even know who I was so I show up to the bar and I had met I, I saw the captain there so I started talking to the captain on this level. <laughs> by that time I I'm, I was a heavy like vodka drinker at the time and I always would get way too gone before I even showed up to the bar. I've really <laughs> turned myself around. I've turned myself around now. Um, but yeah, every no one who I was when I showed up that night, but everyone knew very quickly I had. I, I was on stage and like just my just my boxers within the first like 30 minutes. And like, yo, this guy, we have no idea. This walk-on's a complete psycho. But no, I was just, uh, yeah, I... Uh, I was known for my nudity there for the first little bit. The hockey guys uh, can get that way, you know, but uh, yeah, they knew pretty quickly after I had my shirt off and pants down at the local bar, but um, sometimes hockey just gets the best of you. And I'm so glad that that, uh, that was out of my system at 23 years old. Jeez. You like threw yourself your own rookie party. Yeah. I remember being tossed out the back of the, <laughs> I, remember, I, I, I remember being tossed out the back, the back door, but the back door also is where the, if the line is really, really long to get into the cl- club, it goes to the back door. And I remember being tossed out with my pants down around my ankles and, and no shirt on and no shirt on in the line. Everyone's like, what are you doing? And I just remember like just being gassed and just not knowing what to do and just in a very vulnerable state. And I just learned a lot from that point on. But you know what? Like when you're going... You know oh, when yeah. you're going to a, a situation where you're like, I don't know these guys, like I'm going to get like, so I got loaded. I walked in and then like, you're also remember it's like a rookie type thing so like when you get there they're also going to force feed you way more than you you need mm-hmm. to drink and so why did you come here already well on your way there was no need so no. <laughs> yeah. but i love yeah. that like you just like willingly decided to like dance on the stage in your in your boxers like like i just love that 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 just was like natural to you it wasn't like a dare or like somebody was like Blake, take your shirt off and go sing a song you know like you just you were yeah. like i am who i am and i have vodka power and i'm just gonna yeah. do my thing and you guys can yeah. deal with it <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you know a bunch of other guys ended up joining me so i wasn't the only one in the beginning but i definitely oh, as you saw as you saw on the show like i'm pretty out there and not really that nervous to like be completely myself and just have like 
fun with things. Yeah. That's one thing. It's like, yeah, I've done some wild things, drunk and all that stuff, but never was I the guy that was the asshole, yeah. mean, aggressive. I've never been that way. So yeah, although I could get loose sometimes uh, back in the day, it was all good fun type things, yeah. more of like laughing, not like stirring the pot and causing stuff. That's just not my thing, but yeah. Right. Total hockey Canadian guy, yeah. just like <laughs> doing it for the fun of it, not for yeah. anything else. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Do you play pond hockey at all? Yeah, so we actually have a tournament we hold up here every year. The last three years we've been holding it. It's the Cooper Classic, basically, and uh, it's in Muskoka. So Muskoka is like a rich, basically, cottage country here with like big, big mansion-type cottages. And um, we go up to Muskoka. My buddy has a big, big place up there. So there's like a, I don't know, we get like 14, 15 of us, and we all throw um, uh, our names together. We make teams, little uh, teams of three. We have a, tr a trophy. We make a rank, and it's like a three-day process. The, the full Saturday is a schedule of games uh, where every team plays each other once. Uh, we have jerseys, all those types of things, and then we, um, yeah, the winner gets to you know gets cooked uh, dinner cooked for them and all that kind of stuff. It's just a, a fun yearly thing that we do been doing now for the last three years. So, yeah, it's good. Nice. Mm -hmm. Do you have a uh, go-to beer when you're uh, playing pond hockey? Well, uh, you know, every it it just picked, everyone just throws beers and coolers, <laughs> and it's like you know, I, I I just grab whatever for the most part. I'm trying to go light lately, be, just because of like, I, especially this last year, like I knew I was like potentially going on the show and all that stuff. So like, I was really good with like trying to eat lean and all those things. So like, always light beers, but and I am a light beer guy for the most part, anyways. I always like get bloated, and I don't like that feeling of like being lethargic and like bloated and so like light beer is typically my thing but I, if I'm even going to drink beer usually I'm like a liquor guy a liquor guy or it depends on the situation or I could do wine and like settle in for a night right so yeah. like <laughs> there's different liquors for different moods and different settings and I will dabble into whatever one fits so yeah I wonder what it would be like to to do like a wine league rather than a beer league Okay. I feel like that could get real sloppy. Real yeah, right. yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And like wives and girlfriends are picking guys up. Like you can't just, yeah. have like a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, yeah. that would get too messy. No, by like the second period, you'd have a splitting headache and be like, get me yeah. off of this place yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing too, right? When you play with, we play with some guys that like, you know, used to play places like guys still come here to take it a little bit seriously in a way it's not like a complete shit show league so guys come out here although we have like a beer or two for the most part we play in like one of the top divisions here you can for like men league men's league anyway so like it's guys that can play if you came slosh like you just get slaughtered every year so yeah um we learned that lesson a couple times early when we put in our team for the first time but <laughs> what's your team name Furta boys huh Furta boys. So like, like you know, for you know, the boys. Yeah. But Furta. So F E R D A Z boys. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Furta boys. Yeah. Furta boys. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's uh, funny. I want to ask you a bachelorette related question. Was it important for you to, to date a girl who also likes hockey? No, no, it, no, uh, no, because, you know, maybe earlier, like I was maybe earlier when I was like younger, but I mean, I'm really, I'm really narrowing 
my like choices here of like if you don't like if you don't like hockey it's not happening right so right. and the thing is too like i watch it and like i'll put it if i know games on i'll have it on but like i said i'm not sitting there like freaking out about it right so like i'll have it on i'll be walking around the house doing things but like i'm not a crazy 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 fan like i used to be growing up when like i was a kid and like would look up to these players and like it's different now right it's yeah it would be great if she could sit and like enjoy and we don't have to like complain about what's on tv and she could like it um <laughs> yeah. great but you know I, I it's it's not a it's not a priority for me we'll say that that's funny did you have fun on the show yeah the, the first two weeks not really um but <laughs> but and it was just it wasn't even the whole claire being claire it was just the situation it was just nobody knew what the hell was going on. i don't think the producers knew claire didn't know wow. the guys didn't know i certainly didn't know because i was wrong with absolutely everything i thought was happening on that show every time <laughs> like i came in being like so sure of myself i've got a great intuition i'm gonna do well here i really like her all these things and it was like wrong 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 and i just i started losing my hair i literally started stress balding because like i was so confused and so stressed the situation that was, I just, I hated it. I didn't like the situation. I didn't like, it was, imagine like being on your toes 24 seven. Like, like being on your toes 24 seven on a national T on national TV, trying to date someone it's 50 degrees outside. There's just so many uncomfortable factors that pile on top of you being like the only Canadian in the situation. It was just like so many little things. And like, especially when you have expectations, Yeah, that's a nice thing. Going to Tisha's season, first off, all of the crazy chaos was thrown to the side. Now I had no expectations. I felt like things were going to ease up a bit. They did. Tasha like had this whole different like side to her season, and like I could ex I could have fun with the guys, the things we were doing. Like I wasn't so like fixated and like psycho in a way. Like I was just my mind was just at ease more, and that came with just the scenario, Tasha, all of those things combined. So if she didn't come in. And it was like that. I don't think I would have survived it if it was like that chaos the whole two hey. months I was there. I just, I, I couldn't have done it. Well, you contemplated on leaving after Claire, right? I, yeah, so I, I would have, depending on how the new lead or the new situation made me feel. So um, there was no way I was leaving before not finding out what was going to happen. Of course, um, right also just because the way that like Claire came in and like abruptly was like made it seem like we kind of didn't matter in a way like it was yeah. just like I'm not throwing this experience away just because of you now right, mm -hmm, right. um and I don't mean that in a bad way I just was like she made it kind of easy to move on in a way that she kind of like came in and just abruptly ended it was like hey <laughs> I'm not wasting any more time on you then either like I'm moving on from this this was stupid yeah. um, um so I don't blame her for that. It's crazy, but uh, yeah, no, it was. <clears throat> if it, I don't know, I don't know how I would have felt if it was anyone else. I really don't. Right, I think it depended on the person that came in. But Tasha was like, and you could see everyone lit up. She made everyone feel the exact same way. She was so inviting, regardless of the situation you're in. Where mm -hmm. a lot of guys were lucky, they didn't have the same situation going to Tasha's, Tasha's part of the season that uh, Jason and I had for the most part. Jason probably kept it the most with Claire outside of Dale. Then it was probably me after him. Um, but the rest of the guys really, you know, for the most part would tell me, and that's the one thing that was confusing is they would always say like, nothing's going on with me and her, but like, you can tell something there's there with Dale. But at the same time, I always felt like there's so, like, I was still making progress with her in comparison to everybody else. So like, I, right. I didn't know how, <laughs> how serious to take what they were saying was, and like, it was just a nightmare, but no, Tasha, 
Tisha made it very easy to stick around. And like, yeah. regardless if, you know, you're, you were coming along a little bit slower in comparison to the other guys, like she made the experience fun to be there and stick around. Like she made mm -hmm. it fun. So um, yeah, no, it was, I'm glad I stuck. That's yeah. Sure. Well, Tisha's, Tisha's pretty sick. I mean, usually cause I'm a big fan of, of the franchise and I'm always pro any Canadian contestant that's on there, that's just kind of like in my blood. <laughs> yeah. But is like one of my favorite, my all-time favorites, uh, Caitlin Bristow. But uh, Tasha is is pretty sick. I was super excited to see her get that lead role. So yeah, no, she's great. I do like Caitlin Bristow as well. She's also awesome. She's just she's just uh, she's uh, a little out there too. Like yeah, I like, like that. I like that yeah. she's bubbly and out there. And um, yeah, no, they're both great. Definitely. So Should who we, would you say was your uh, your best friend on the show? Um, I, I think the one I like related to the most was probably Jason, especially to the Claire portion, because we would have our little chats and things on the side because we were the only ones that would bounce ideas off each other because we were the only ones that felt like we were in the same spot aside from Dale. But Dale was kind of right. in, on his own, in his own league in a way, but we didn't know yeah. that at the time. <laughs> but um, Jason, Jason also... Um, you know, he played in the NFL, but he, and then he played in the CFL in Canada. So like he lived in Canada and kind of knew what Canada was all about. And like, we, we bonded in that way because he had, he has Canadian friends that kind of know some of my Canadian friends and the CFL. Like, so we connected in, in some ways like that and because, yeah, we just connected and then the Claire thing. So, you know, I'd be like, Hey, like, are you, how was you and Claire? Like, I, I like her, man. We really connected well last night or whatever, but other, everyone, because he was the only one that seemed like he was getting anywhere with her. I, I would like compare my situation to only him because all the other guys, every time I ask them, I'd be like, Oh, I barely talked to her. I don't really know. We're not really getting anywhere. So um, he was the only one that I could feel like I could talk to that would actually give me feedback that was valuable to understanding where my relationship was at with her in comparison. Right. So we yeah. bought on that front. And there's a lot of guys though. Like I could literally call up any one of them and talk to them about anything and trust them. Um, they're all really good guys. When you go through something like that with that group, it's yeah. like this, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, you, you're just, you're automatically like good for life in a way that you can call them up and it's like, remember that or like, yeah. And there's little things that you see, like posts and things. Now it's funny to call someone up. You see that post about me, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, like, that's insane. Like, like just little things, right? It's like, right guys have their all all their little things and quirks and inside jokes with guys now so it's it's fun that's a really unique experience to be like separated from all of your like true friends and family who know you and then like you're tr you're all vying for the same person but like you still need to have like a person to talk to in that experience to be like like to just help you process through it. So it's like a weird dynamic that I don't think we see a lot in real life, um, which is why it makes really good television. So, you know, like you having to find a friend or you having an enemy on the show, like that kind of thing, that's what makes good TV. But you're also a real freaking human being who's like actually putting yourself out there. So that's gotta be tough on the on the mind. I understand why your hair was falling out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's just a lot. You you know, I think for, for most guys, you don't apply to this show unless you're super confident in yourself. And like, maybe like some, some guys are like having ego and, and cock. You have to have that. You will not survive here. If you don't have that, you just won't. Um, 
and it was interesting. Like, I also bounced a lot of ideas off Kenny because Kenny was at the opposite end of the spectrum in the beginning with Claire. Like he was like, I have talked to her for five minutes and like our conversations are weird and like I had we so like he, I will and he was like this older guy that like you would think would have connected more with her because of the age thing of the tree. So like Kenny and Jason I think were the most I connected with but on completely different fronts. Like I would go to Kenny to feel better about my situation. And then, you know what I mean? Like um but uh but yeah yeah it's it was it was wild. Everyone dealt with it a little bit differently. Um do I wish I came in a little bit with a little bit less of an expectation, maybe, maybe I, I do just because um, some of the guys seemed more relaxed for the most part about the situation, especially the Claire part of things. But, um, uh, but I also feel like Claire also deserved more guys to be really all in on her too. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if there was many guys that matched the intensity that I had and like the expectation that I had coming into the season and like really thinking they could work. Right. And like the leads deserve that. So if you're coming on here to like, hope for the best and like not going to do your research and like not going to, you could be engaged in two months. If you're not doing your due diligence and like trying to make this work, like that sucks for the lead. So like I came in here like fully ready. And like, that's why I also (laughs) was like devastated and been like, what the hell is going on? This can't be happening. Right. But like the leads deserve that too. So yes, it's the biggest chance for you to be vulnerable and for you to be let down. But like, that's also you sign up for. And like, no one can take it away from me now that like, although like I looked really upset and like it's like but buddy like relax a little bit it was like well like i put my whole like my whole mind to this for like last four months so like she deserved this this is actually normal and probably what it should be and everyone should probably be this intense so staying on uh the bachelorette train let's swap it with the nhl who would you like to see if you could choose anyone in the nhl to be the bachelor who would you like? What player? Is he, yeah. Does he have to be current in the NHL current right now? Like playing in the NHL? No, 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 no. And it doesn't matter if they are currently in a relationship or not. Biz nasty. Biz nasty. Yes! There you go. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh my God, you're so right. And it would be so good. He he would be a disaster, but so entertaining at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be a complete show. Yeah. His dates would be insane too. Oh, he'd be, he'd be nuts. He'd be nuts. He wouldn't, it would be nuts. It would be, yeah. Sign him up. Let's make this happen. Make it happen, Blake. Make it happen. We've got the connections. Yeah, yeah. So we ask all of our guests um, these last three questions and you are no exception. So we start off with um, who is your ultimate hockey hunk? It depends on, depends on what girls are like looking for. But if you like like, that sweet, like Nylander has that like kind of, pretty boy like model-esque type of look to him but like i wouldn't call him like a manly hunk you know yeah right he's not a, like is he a hunk i don't know if a hunk is the right word he's no. got a nice flow he's got a nice he's flow hunky. and he's kind of like pretty boyish but like, i wouldn't say he's a hunk um okay everybody's got a different definition of a hunk so you know breezies and my hunks are are very different okay so. what are they so i'm a roman ma- yossi but- <laughs> Roman Yossi. Roman Yossi's my guy. Okay. Okay. What about yours? I'm a Matt Barzal kind of girl. Really? Hey, he's a hunk. Okay. Well, he's a good looking guy for sure. But like hunks, yeah, I guess like a hunk definition can be played with a little bit in terms Mm -hmm. of... Yeah. 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 Very different. Anyway, we'll we'll go with Neil. You can go with Neilander. 
Okay, yeah, we'll go. We'll go with that. He's not happy with that answer, though. <laughs> well, like, I mean, like you could go like you could go like Henrik Lundqvist because everyone yes. just knows him for that, right? Like true. Like just like mature, got it figured out. Like he's got a beard, he's got like the hair too, he's got it all put together. So if you like look yeah. at like the like he's like a man, like the guy's a man. Yes. Like, all right, so who's your favorite hockey lady? It could be a wife, girlfriend, player broadcaster of oh, oh, oh okay i like all the i like all i like all the tsn <laughs> broadcasters <laughs> that's fine that's fine uh, I choose them all. there's no yeah. wrong answer yeah i like the yeah i like i like them all it's because i see them every day so like now i feel like i know them you know so every time i, I get up and in my briefs i have a coffee i watch sports <laughs> center and i watch my girls on there right like it's just yeah. it's just a thing Natasha coffee with the girls <laughs> yeah natasha stanisowski jennifer hedger kate burness and um oh uh Lindsay hamilton is i think typical the ones that are on there for the most part but. i love it i love yeah. it Coffee um, with the girls. Yeah, yeah. coffee, with, <laughs> coffee with, with the girls in the morning. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's like a really great name of a podcast or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sounds really good. TV show. So um, <laughs> we've had a lot of people, guests who have come on the show that have no real affiliation with the Pittsburgh Penguins, um, but they've ended up having a Sidney Crosby story. So a lot of some people don't some people do so we just started asking do you have a Sidney Crosby story definitely not I've never met the guy <laughs> okay <laughs> never never met the guy I'm gonna let you down there I definitely don't know Sid the kid that's for sure that's okay you don't have to Wonderful. we just it, it's but you, fun lots of people have those stories with him hey eh? yeah oh yeah really? tell everybody <laughs> uh you know promote yourself where can they keep up with you um the organizations you work with you know shout shout it all out yeah so uh i'm, I'm terrible at the twitter game right now like i want it just because i feel like i should have it like I, I don't really know what to do with it and how to work it um <laughs> so like we are. you can follow you can you can follow me there but like you're not getting anything from me um the only thing i use like re like regularly is obviously instagram it's just my it's just blake moines but um aside from that I have just uh, the organization I'm going to be working out with, uh, working with out in Africa, Soldiers for Wildlife. That's in my bio on my Instagram as well. It's just the second page I kind of manage, which promotes um, news in, in animal conservation, wildlife conservation, anti-poaching, uh, just to promote um, news on endangered species and what's kind of going on in the world. On those things, basically, you can find everything about me through Instagram. Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.